following is a presentation of Main Street Media, your source for news, sports, and information on Main Street in Middle Tennessee. Welcome into Main Street Preps this week. We are back with another fun show today, talking high school football here in Middle Tennessee. I'm Russell Venosi, joined as always by Tyler Palmatier. Tyler, you want to check in real quick? Yeah, uh, doing good, Russell. Let's, let's good. get it going. Sound loud and clear there. It's great. Uh, and Tyler, we have a new sponsor today. And moving forward, it is the Tennessee Highway Safety Office. Fans don't let fans drive drunk. Let's jump now right into our guest. We have Ravenwood football coach Will Hester on the line. His team's got a big home game against Powerhouse Oakland this Friday. Will, how are you doing today? I'm doing great, guys. How are y'all? Doing well. Thanks Good for joining work. us. And, uh, Will, I know last week got pretty interesting for you guys. You, you, you got a 31-6 to win over Franklin, but it spilled into Saturday uh, due to weather. And you guys were able to come out of that break, though, and score 21 an- unanswered points. Uh, what was it like waiting out that delay and then having to move uh, to Saturday? Yeah, multiple delays. So we kind of go out Friday night. We warm up. Things kind of seem normal. We looked at the weather, felt good all day Friday that we weren't going to have really any issues. And we'll get through warm-ups on Friday, and we go into an hour lightning delay before we start the game originally. Uh, which, you know, is never a good thing. Then we come out, we play a half. Uh, as we're going in from the half, they tell us we're going to be under another delay. Uh, we go back out at 11 p.m. to warm up again. Uh, by the, but five minutes later, we're off the field again, and at midnight we finally decide to, to move it to Saturday. And then we come out Saturday and play kind of like we felt like we should have played the whole game. Uh, you know, we allowed those first delays to kind of, you know, to mess with us and get in our head and, and cause us some issues. But I'm glad of the way the guys responded on Saturday. Well, I, that's pretty tough. Will I, I covered a game one time that actually resumed at midnight and uh, I covered that one from the rooftop of the, of the press box. So I, I don't know what's the worst of two evils there finishing the next day or finishing it that night. I think it's pretty tough, but um you know, you had NBA earlier this season. Uh, you got Oakland Friday, Franklin last week. It, how soon do you get to re, uh, reap the benefits as a team after you go through kind of a, a rugged non-region schedule like that? Uh, I mean, you know, you hope that you reap those benefits come playoff time if you're, you know, still standing after all those games. I mean, we uh, obviously that NBA game, you know, you've seen where NBA's gone the rest of the year, you know, that probably one of the toughest opponents in the entire state of Tennessee, not just middle Tennessee going on the road and beating Macaulay, uh, you know, very, very good team. And uh, they beat us that night. We were breaking in some young guys and uh, you know, we play those games so that those young guys get that big game, massive experience. You know, there's a huge crowd at Ravenwood. I think it was like a $30,000 gate in week one for us uh, as a home game. And, and then you play BGA and Franklin and then you turn around and you got, you know, a team who's going on, but I think winning 32 or 33 in a row at this point uh, in Oakland and, you know, a team that, you know, a lot of people had penciled in to be playing in Chattanooga, you know, come the first week of December. And, you know, that's a goal of ours as well. And you want to measure yourself against those kinds of opponents and expose any flaws that you may have to give you time to fix them before, uh, you know, there are giant trophies on the line. So, 
uh, you know, our kids are super excited about the opportunity. What an amazing experience that they're going to get to have playing this game at home. Uh, it happens to be the TV game this week. Uh, there'll be a lot of people in the house. I think, you know, some people are moving games to Thursday out of fear of weather. I think the weather's going to be fine Friday, but you know, it may be beneficial enough to get even more people out to kind of watch it. So, uh, our guys are excited about the opportunity just to get to play in a game like this. And of course, one of the stars of that game is going to be your quarterback, Mississippi state commitment, Chris Parson, who is somewhat quietly putting together a nice season. You know, if that's even possible for somebody as, as high profile as he is, what have you seen from Chris so far this fall? Just, you know, super steady. I mean, you know, he's, we're averaging close to a couple hundred yards passing every game. He's running for about a hundred every game. Uh, you know, he's doing quite well. You know, we're, uh, you know, three games in, you know, he's, he's made two bad decisions that end up in interceptions. But outside of those two throws, uh, he's been, you know, pretty impressive. You know, the Elite 11 posts uh, kind of the stats of their guys, the 20 guys that, 11 and you know Chris uh, of the guys that pl- have played three games has the highest completion percentage uh, and you know he's like second overall and some of those guys have only played one or two games so you know he's compl- you know he's breaking a whole entire new receiving core so uh, he's been playing very very well and making great decisions and, and leading our team just as you expect him would I will just want to double check something you you said a second ago. Did you say that the gate for NBA that game was roughly thirty thousand dollars? Yeah, it, it was right around that. It was between you know we have some you know season pass holders and all that kind of stuff. You know, actual ticket sales went over twenty, and then when you estimate you know what would have been from season ticket sales and all that, it was right around thirty grand. Man, that's impressive. Um, anyways, uh, who has helped fill in the gaps in the secondary for you this season? I know a lot of people, uh, or maybe uh, probably everybody around Ravenwood knew that all of what Miles Pollard did before he went to Michigan, but who's kind of helped fill that void? Yeah, absolutely. You know, from a safety position, that's kind of the quarterback of our defense. They get us lined up and get us in the calls and the checks. Uh, senior Caleb Harrison, who's been in the program, you know, for four years, but, you know, has earned the right to, to kind of be that guy back there. Uh, playing with one arm, he's got a bad shoulder that will have to be repaired after the season's over, but he plays in a brace and, uh, you know, does a phenomenal job of, you know, basically being a one-arm bandit back there and wreaking havoc uh, in, on the defensive side. And the other safety is Jack Henry Jacobic. He's a Davidson Academy uh, transfer uh, his family moved in. His dad is actually one of our coaches as well. Uh, but he's been playing very well at the strong safety position. And we've played three or four guys at corner. Uh, Lucas Houston playing at a super high level, leading the team in interceptions. Uh, Nathan Okabazi, who's wearing Miles' as number 13 and kind of looks like him from a body type standpoint, uh, is, is a guy who's been playing a lot at corner, as well as sophomore Jaden Smitherman. Uh, has been playing some out there as well. So, and then we have another senior, Tyson Green, has been getting some reps out there. So, playing four corners, uh, and then those two safeties. You mentioned just how tough of of an opponent the NBA was, and they were able to get forty six points on you guys. Uh, I'm curious, was there anything you guys changed defensively in the game since? I know, I know, the last two games have only uh, surrendered nine points total. Yeah, no, I mean, you know, it's not really. I mean. 
uh, obviously we didn't tackle very well. And, you know, anytime you don't tackle well and you're playing a team like that with a big back, you know, he had an 80 yard touchdown run in that game. And, uh, you know, so, you know, tackling is always a thing that you go concerned into the first game of the season because you don't want to, you know, beat up your your own team all summer by taking people all the way to the ground and that kind of stuff. So uh, tackling usually improves as you go along. Um, so that was definitely a, a big key to it. And, you know, obviously NBA has a lot to do with, uh, you know, scoring 46 points as well. Marcel played well. And, you know, like I said, they ran the ball super, super good that night. And, uh, you know, but I'm proud of the way the defense has responded. You know, a lot of a lot of people wanted to talk about, you know, our deficiency there after the first game, but turned around and, and hold a BGA team to three points and then hold Franklin, uh, you know, who's had chances to beat Riverdale and Page both in the fourth quarter uh, to only six points. So uh, definitely been a good turnaround. And, but we're going to be super challenged this week. I think Oakland comes in averaging close to 50. So uh, definitely going to be a challenge to try to make sure we hold them down as low as we can. And that is impressive what Oakland's done offensively, considering what all they lost last year. Uh, uh, looking kind of at your offense, Will, let's talk about Carter Pace. He's one of those kind of backs who can sort of be a slot back almost, or he kind of can get lined up different places and run the ball and, and get under the defense for some short routes. How valuable is it to have some options with a guy like him? Yeah, I mean, you know, anytime you return a guy who rushed right out of a thousand yards as a sophomore, you know, he's only a junior right now, and uh, you know, he's a super patient runner. You know, there's a we're always comparing our guys to guys that we've seen on TV and things of that nature. And Auburn had a running back a few years ago named Trey Mason back when they made a run to the national championship game against FSU, and he. He could always tell that he was super patient to the hole, but then when the hole exposed itself, would burst through it. And Carter's kind of that runner, uh, very patient runner, doesn't get in too big of a hurry, not trying to bounce everything to the sideline. You know, he trusts where the play's designed to be, and then he gives the play time to develop, and then he bursts through. And uh, he's played at a very high level for us, you know, kind of burst on the scene last year against the NBA in that first game, went for over 150 yards that night against that good NBA defense. And and he's been, you know, at or over 100 yards just about every game since. So uh, he's playing very well. So Carter's holding down the running back position for you, but what about receiving options for Chris? You mentioned that that's kind of a, a revamp group there. Have you seen some, some players step up at wideout? Yeah, absolutely. So the first couple of games, a young man, sophomore named Ben Hubbard, uh, kind of our speed guy, wears number eight for us, was actually offered a scholarship as an eighth grade student by Eastern Kentucky because of his speed. You know, he's a legitimate 10-8 guy in the 100 meters. Uh, he's kind of burst onto the scene in that slot role. Uh, we're playing a couple of seniors, Colton Pace, which is Carter's older brother, and Ethan Smith on the outside. Uh, they've done a good job for us so far. We have another sophomore, Max Kimple, who's done a good job kind of at our backside receiver, our X receiver. And then a junior, Sam Wolf, is kind of living in the slot for us. So uh, those four or five guys that we've mentioned right there have kind of carried the burden so far. Will, I, I know you've uh, got to run, but um, we appreciate you joining us. Last last thing, I don't want to get ahead of myself, but we won't talk to you again before the Battle of the Woods. So what's special about that rivalry, and especially in a year where it, it generally is every year that there are so many region implications too? 
Yeah, I mean, it's gonna it's gonna always uh, have playoff implications to it as long as we're in the same region. You know, obviously these kids know each other. Most of them go to church together. They grew up playing uh, rec football together with the Brentwood Blaze organization. Uh, you know, the, as coaches, we know each other. You know, Clint Finch was on our first uh, state appearance staff here at Ravenwood High School. We worked together as assistants uh, at Brentwood for Ron Crawford before we came over here. And, you know, so a lot of familiarity, a lot of people know each other. You know, I'm a graduate of that school. Uh, You know, so a lot of the guys that I grew up playing with, kids are playing over there now and playing. Some of them are playing over here with us. And so, I mean, it, it, a lot of family ties, a lot of community ties, and, and thus, you know, you, you want to win that game. You want to have those bragging rights just like any rivalry game, right? Uh, you want to be able to kind of, you know, pound your chest uh, for the next year as being, you know, being that group. But uh, we've got a giant hurdle in the way before we can even worry about those guys over there uh, in the Oakland Patriots. And, you know, come Saturday morning, uh, it'll be rivalry week for us. But, but right now it's all about the Patriots. Certainly sounds like this is the fun part of the schedule with Oakland this week and then Brentwood next week. Will, we appreciate you joining us today, and best of luck in, in both those games. Thanks, guys. Appreciate you. Thanks, Will. That's been Ravenwood coach Will Hester. Should be a great matchup on Friday. Uh, $30,000, wow, for for the gate for game one. I, I'd expect them to have a, another big showing Friday. Um, but with that, we are going to take – Uh, A quick break here, a quick message from the Tennessee Highway Safety Office, and then come back with some week three takeaways. Mid-Tennessee Bone & Joint treats your orthopedic injuries and existing conditions. Our trained physicians will get you back in the game faster. Contact us at 931-381-2663 or www.mtbj.net. Hey folks, while we take a quick break from the show, I want to tell you about our friends over at Custom Stone Handlers in downtown Columbia. Ed Rich and his team at Custom Stone Handlers believe in leadership. And outside of the military, our greatest leader building platform is sports. Custom Stone Handlers proudly encourages young people to get in the game. You can contact them today at 931-490-4990. Or visit customstonehandlers.com. Jones and Lang Sporting Goods here in Columbia has been outfitting teams, officials, and anybody else from T ball to college for 50 plus years. Be sure and check them out at 931 388 8060 or online at jonesandlang.com. Jones and Lang Sporting Goods, the look of a winner. Zion Christian Academy, zioneagles.org or 931 388 5731. You can schedule your appointment. Go toward their campus. It is beautiful over there and you're definitely going to want to see it. Again, it's zioneagles.org. Give them a call, 931 388 5731 and schedule your tour today. Are you an enthusiastic sports fan? Want to have fun and get in on the action? Heck yes, that'd be awesome. Have great attention to detail? Want to stay active? Definitely. Want to give back to the student athletes in your community? Obviously, yes. Then you'd make an excellent high school sports official. We need more officials in Tennessee. Because with no high school officials, there are no high school sports. Sign up today at highschoolofficials.com. 
Mid-Tennessee Bone & Joint has been the official sports medicine provider for Murray County Schools for more than 40 years. We specialize in orthopedic injuries and our OrthoQuick walk-in service lets you bypass the ER. Visit us online at www.mtbj.net. take a quick look back at week three Tyler uh, I got to see Pope Prep beat Father Ryan that was another game that had a, a lengthy del- delay but it was able to finish on Friday night and Pope pulled that one out 49 to 35 and man Kenny Minchie showed why he is heralded as one of the top quarterbacks in the country uh, 11 to 14 passing 297 yards five touchdowns and just one interception and I'm I'm certainly no talent evaluator and I'm not pretending to be one here but of all the, the passers in the area that we talk about, all these top guys, Minchie has an argument for being the best pure passer. He's he's a good athlete, but he doesn't run a whole lot. Um, but as far as the passing goes, I mean, he's on the money, downfield, pushing it downfield. He's able to make every throw. I, I was just super impressed by some of the leaps that he's made, even just from his junior to his senior year. Yeah, I mean, I, I think – I don't have them all in front of me, but based on kind of what I know about the ebb and flows of the – the stats from the top three quarterbacks, or at least the top three 2023 quarterbacks in the area, I believe Minchie has the best passing number. So I don't know that it's a stretch to, to at least make that argument. I mean, I, he's, he's putting up the best numbers. So he's, and I believe he's been really accurate. So I don't think that's a stretch at all. At least if you're evaluating kind of what he's done statistically through three games, that's certainly kind of been true. Russell. Yeah, Definitely. Um, um, what what kind know, of stood I, out to you last week? Yeah, I think, uh, you know, a big one was I was sort of waiting to see what chips fell in the in the Blackman um, Riverdale backyard brawl. Uh, you know, that could have gone kind of either way, I thought. And for Blackman, it was a chance to sort of come back and play play the offense that can play and, and just, you know, have the leg up in that, in that part of the region there. And then now it kind of becomes, can you take down Oakland, which obviously can be really, really difficult, but you just want to be in that conversation. You know, you don't have to, it doesn't matter. You just want to be in that conversation. That's the first thing. So you got to win games that are winnable for you. So I, you know, I think Blackman took a big step. I mean, I got to see Ty Clark third for Franklin road athletics. I was super impressed by him. I'm impressed by FRA. I don't know how you can fare in that in that brutal region, but that's a pretty good football team. I thought I was impressed by what they did. Um, maybe my other takeaway is a non takeaway. I don't really know what to think about Father Ryan. They do something different every week, but I think they got a good football <laughs> team. I mean, uh, yeah. they're they're capable of doing a lot of things. So, I, but it seems like it's been. I've yet to watch them, so it's probably unfair for me to say. But based on the results I've seen, it seems like it's a little bit of a different team from week to week, but. Um, I, that's always exciting too. Yeah, and, and we'll hit on them a little more in the picks in the next segment. But yeah, they've kind of seems like they they haven't reached their full potential yet, which is a good thing. If if we're here mm-hmm. in week four, you know, you don't necessarily want to have peaked already. Um, but yeah, and then also you got to give a shout out to NBA going down to Macaulay, uh, getting the twenty three to twenty win, you know, to avenge last year's state championship loss, and it's really 
take hold too of that division two double a middle region i mean that was quite a statement for them to go on the road and do that uh they did it without marcel reed's best game i believe he was eight of 26 passing but he still made it happen on the ground 126 yards rushing uh and man nba they they're looking like the team to beat not only in that league but potentially in that entire classification yeah what a statement that was i mean i think it showed that uh, all the you know numbers aside for for marcel um they they can win a couple different ways you know if he has a if he has an over hundred yard night on the ground with a score or two and Jonathan Moore sort of gets his 160, 170 or more yards, that's, that's a, a really good combination for them. They can really be methodical and work the clock that way. And uh, they play good defense. So I totally agree. I think that's the team to beat there. Uh, what a statement to go down to Macaulay probably felt really good after uh, going down to Chattanooga last year and, and leaving with a, a quite a different feeling. Yeah, much a much different bus ride this time around. So we have looked at last week. We are going to look ahead to next week in just a moment. But first, a few messages, and we will be right back. Mid-Tennessee Bone & Joint treats your orthopedic injuries and existing conditions. Our trained physicians will get you back in the game faster. Contact us at 931-381-2663 or www.mtbj.net. Hey folks, while we take a quick break from the show, I want to tell you about our friends over at Custom Stone Handlers in downtown Columbia. Ed Rich and his team at Custom Stone Handlers believe in leadership. And outside of the military, our greatest leader building platform is sports. Custom Stone Handlers proudly encourages young people to get in the game. You can contact them today at 931-490-4990 or visit customstonehandlers.com. Jones and Lang Sporting Goods here in Columbia has been outfitting teams, officials, and anybody else from T-ball to college for 50-plus years. Be sure and check them out at 931-388-8060 or online at jonesandlang.com. Jones and Lang Sporting Goods, the look of a winner. Zion Christian Academy, zioneagles.org or 931-388-5731. You can schedule your appointment. Go toward their campus. It is beautiful over there, and you're definitely going to want to see it. Again, it's zioneagles.org. Give them a call, 931-388-5731, and schedule your tour today. Are you an enthusiastic sports fan? Want to have fun and get in on the action? Heck yes, that'd be awesome. Have great attention to detail? Want to stay active? Definitely. Want to give back to the student-athletes in your community? Obviously, yes. Then you'd make an excellent high school sports official. We need more officials in Tennessee. Because with no high school officials, there are no high school sports. Sign up today at highschoolofficials.com. Mid-Tennessee Bone & Joint has been the official sports medicine provider for Murray County Schools for more than 40 years. We specialize in orthopedic injuries, and our OrthoQuick walk-in service lets you bypass the ER. Visit us online at www.mtbj.net.
All right, we are back, and it is time to make some picks for top week four games. Tyler, let's start it out with the one we were just talking about with Will, Ravenwood at Oakland. What do you think about that one? Yeah, I, I like Oakland. I like Oakland 38-28. Uh, the, the Patriots have four rushers. They're averaging more than eight yards per carry. Um, those are guys that have at least 10 carries per game. So they found a way to to replace that production lost by, by Jordan James and uh, – Cade Hewitt's playing well. He's averaging just over 100 yards a game. I think Chris Parson on Ravenwood has seen some good defenses, but this is this could be the best he's seen. So I, I think Oakland's going to win. I'm with you. I've got Oakland 35 to 28. Uh, I do think that Chris Parson and, and that offense could at least keep things close. Uh, as you said, you know, Chris Parson hasn't seen a defense like Oakland, but Oakland hasn't seen a quarterback like Chris Parson. So uh, I, I at least think this one will be respectable. But, uh, yeah, Oakland, it's hard to bet against them at this point. And it's possible they've seen a defense as good as Oakland's. You know, NBA is really good. It's a counter narrative here. Maybe that helps them at this point, yeah, having seen so. a physical team. I think that's going to I think that's going to pay off a little bit. Yeah, certainly by the time, like you said, once they get the playoffs, they'll be no doubt battle tested. Um, CPA at NBA, that's a Thursday night game. Uh, you know, a, a matchup that was a really close game last year. CPA pulled it out. Um, you know, I've got NBA winning this one 28 to 14 just off for their sheer strength and everything they've done, uh, especially with the run game. But I am kind of wondering out loud now, Tyler, that maybe this game is closer than we're giving it credit for because CPA, uh, one of their best attributes is the run defense. So, um, you know, that's something that independence, uh, I saw them play independence. Of course, they've got Trey Hartwell. And independent struggled to move the ball, especially running uh, in that game. Even though Hartwell ended up with almost 100 yards, it took him a ton of carries to get there. And uh, you know, I almost wonder if it's, it's if it's going to take Marcel Reed kind of going over the top at some point and trying to beat them downfield in order to win this game. Yeah, we'll just kind of have to see. I, I know Deuce Scott was able to get uh, around or maybe over. I can't remember 200 yards against CPA. So they kind of have the ability, or at least CPA has shown ability to sort of get moved around a little bit up front. But I, I think NBA will just be too much because I think they're legit. Uh, I like the win over McCauley. I think London Humphreys has a big game for CPA. Uh, but Marcel Reed continues to play well, and they just they get that two kind of two-player dynamic with him and, and Jonathan Moore offensively, and, and that's going to be too much. I got NBA 34-14. All right, moving on now to a Metro matchup, Hillsborough at East Nashville. East Nashville is really rolling right now. Uh, Tyler, you got, you got the Eagles winning that one, I assume? Yeah, I mean they've got they've got offensive skill guys that are are going around. Uh, you know, Zach Beard at quarterbacks, I think, averaging about two hundred yards a game passing. Um, uh, he had two thirteen and two touchdowns last week at Stratford, uh, and they found guys uh, to come in and fill uh, you know voids you know in the run game and, and defensively they're playing well. I just I've been really impressed by what I've seen uh, stat wise from them. I uh, can't wait to see them play Independence a little bit later this month. Uh, Hillsborough is going to have to wait another week to get its first victory. I've got East Nashville 35-20. Yeah, I'm with you on East Nashville. It, it's kind of a theme with some of these top teams from last year, Oakland, Lipscomb, East Nashville. They've they've got the pipeline going. Uh, I've got East Nashville taking this one 34-17. And lastly, we're going to wrap up with Father Ryan at Cane Ridge. This is one of those games that has been moved to Thursday. Um, actually, 
just as of yesterday, or as of Monday or Tuesday, whatever, whatever day of the week it is. Whatever uh, we're in gonna, on this Labor Day. Don't week. want to confuse anybody. Yeah, it's Labor Day. This game is going to be played on Thursday night. I do know that. Father Ryan, Cane Ridge. Uh, you know, you, you mentioned it earlier, Tyler. Fa- Father Ryan's been a hard team to figure out. Even within the game that I saw last week against Pope Prep, they were a completely different team in the second half than they were in the first. Uh, if they play like they do did in the second half, though, against uh, Pope Prep, you know, their defense stepped up. Their offense was really able to move the ball, which was something they struggled with earlier in the game. Uh, you know, I like them to win this game and to p- potentially have a pretty good season. JoJo Crump, he brings a running dynamic to the quarterback position, but he can throw as well, and he's got some good receivers, including Charlie Becker, who I was really impressed with. Um, he had a couple, at least two touchdowns receiving and a kickoff return for a touchdown the other night, and uh, big target just got an offer from Vanderbilt. If he, if those guys can get rolling, I I think they can win this one. And I've got Father Ryan taking it by a field goal, twenty four to twenty one. Yeah, I think. I mean, it, at least to me, it seems like a little bit of a coin flip game. I I think Kane Ridge just finds a way. I that's just kind of who I went with here. I, but I haven't seen him last week. I was really impressed by their skill guys. I've seen him twice this year. Reggie Goodlow's a great running back. Um, Byron Davis is a a deadly uh, lethal guy out out at the receiver position. Most Phillips, uh, the third is a great safety and receiver. He was the best player on the field last week uh, in that game against McGavick. So I think it could go either way. It's really impressive. I think what, uh, what Jojo Crump has kind of done with that offense, it'll be interesting to see what happens after that high scoring game last week. I think this one could be a little uh, kind of more of a defensive grind. So I've got Cane Ridge 24, 21. Yeah, that was a that was a tough game to pick. I'm not feeling super confident, but uh, you know, like you said, a lot of these games come down to a coin flip, so you got to you got to pick one or the other. Um, should be a fun week, though. Tyler, looking forward to it. Uh, we appreciate everybody tuning in, and I want to remind everyone once again that we are now sponsored by the Tennessee Highway Safety Office. Fans don't let fans drive drunk, and uh, be sure to check out MainStreetPreps.com throughout the week for full high school football coverage and coverage of other sports as well. And we will see you next time right here on Main Street Preps this week.